0: Now, the Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Services Modern Mortgage Group, and Lori Zorn, insurance manager for Island Savings. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance and mortgages, Denise and Lori are great people to talk with. To find their contact information, just visit the CFAX 1070 website and look under Shows to find us, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. There you'll find their email address, cell phone, all their contact details, or you can always find me online or on social media. I'd be happy to introduce you. Also, if you're looking for an expert real estate professional to purchase or sell your property, you can always call me. I love this job here on CFAX. It's something I enjoy doing on a weekly basis, but my... Actual job uh, for the rest of the week is selling real estate, helping people buy or sell. I've been doing it now for 26 years. Here in Victoria, I'm with REMAX Camosun, which is Victoria's most productive real estate brokerage. Today is our flooring, carpeting, and carpet and upholstery cleaning show. Our guests today are Graham Larson from Camino Carpets and Russ Sheriff from Victoria Carpet Care. Let's start our show with our weekly listener question. If you have a question or curiosity about real estate, call us on our hotline, which is 250-414-6540, or you can find us online, as I mentioned before, at cfax1070.com, and we'll discuss it on the air. Uh, I received both an email and a voice message on our hotline from Ryan. It's a kind of long email, so I'll try to shorten it up for you here. Uh, from Ryan, I have a pet peeve about the real estate sales industry. Agents are often very eloquent at trying to contradict the car-dependent WalkScore label by rightly pointing out that it is a 10-minute walk to all amenities, for example. Um, uh, he, basically, Ryan is talking about WalkScore. If anyone has seen WalkScore.com, uh, that is a resource that a lot of uh, real estate, not just actually the real estate profession, but uh, it is used a lot out there on the internet. Realtor.ca in specific does use the walk score to rate how close in proximity a property is to things like malls or shopping or cafes or things like that. Uh, Ryan continues here. He says, uh, the walk score is calculated with bad data. They use Google Maps and assume that your walk must be along car, or, all, car arterials. Sorry, um, He says here that uh, a family had a listing uh, in Saanich. If you walk through a park, you are at the Royal Oak Shopping Center. However, uh, when it's car dependent, it says that it is somewhat walkable as opposed to very walkable. Uh, I have written to Realtor.ca a dozen times over the years, but they stubbornly continue with this outrage across the country. The walk Score people are truly incorrigible and the feature should be trashed. And then he says, perhaps you should educate them. Uh, that would be me. <laughs> uh, okay, Ryan, thanks for a very detailed letter. Uh, again, talking about walk Score here. I-, I should point out that walk Score is just simply a resource that a lot of real estate... Uh, websites including realtor.CA simply use um, as an extra extra piece of information for consumers specifically those that are maybe coming from out of town they want to know the relative proximity uh, to to amenities I I do not disagree with you in, in fact I completely agree with your thesis there Ryan uh, they are using the, art, the arteries or the, the roads to calculate their walk score. So, uh, we have seen cases where places are closer to the house than the walk score would justify. Um, also, too, in your email, you had mentioned that um, you, you don't like the fact that real estate, uh, you know, a seller's commissions are going towards funding. Uh, Walk Score. Well, they really don't. I mean, it's it's a it's a free service that the internet that is on the internet it has been for for many years, um, and it does automatically populate through Realtor.ca. Is there another uh, alternative? Uh, I'm sure there are. Uh, Walk Score seems to be the one that is that is most most common and most used. But the biggest thing that that I can say from when we bump into people who are looking at a house or thinking of buying something. I mean, the Walk score is, like I said, just a resource. I, I can't say I've ever had anyone who has used the Walk score specifically for their selection of a house. I mean, when you think about the widest demographic of people who are buying real estate in Victoria, that would be local Victorians, by the way. Over 70% of the sales that happened here in town happened within Victoria. These are people that already know the proximity. They already know the location. Uh, I would doubt that they even look at the walk score, to be honest with you, because they know the shortcuts through, uh, like you said, the Royal Oak um, uh, shopping mall and and things like that. So, uh, should Realtor.ca continue using walk score? Well, here's the biggest issue. The biggest issue is it's not just the Victoria Real Estate Board that uses it, uses it. I brought this up before, realtor.ca is actually a um, resource that has been developed and is hosted regularly by the Canadian Real Estate Association, which is nationwide, and it encompasses over 100 real estate boards across the country. So it's not just Victoria, Uh, it's actually every town and every real estate board that exists in Canada. By the way, this is a resource that uh, the Americans wish they had because there is not a unified MLS, uh, sorry, a consumer-fronted MLS system in the states that we have here in the form of realtor.ca. I know a lot of people complain about the functionality, not necessarily the easiest system to use. Uh, There is a reason for that too, and like I said, there's over 100 real estate boards that have to plug into this information on a daily basis. Often it's a case of uh, round peg and square hole because every real estate board has different lingo, different dialogue. You know, one real estate board calls a house a bungalow, uh, other ones uh, have different definitions for ranchers and things like that. I'm getting a little bit off topic here, but uh, getting back to the reason why WalkScore is used is because uh, it is a resource of Realtor.ca. So um, I had asked you a question online, Ryan, about do you have a question that I could pose? Uh, and you didn't really, really, uh, again, it's a pet peeve, and I get it. I think a lot of people have this, uh, this pet peeve. Uh, At the end of the day, if somebody is looking to buy and they need to be close walking proximity to wherever, to the school, to work, to uh, transit, to parks, or any other amenities, it's always best, as we tell people, to go and actually walk it themselves, to at least give it a try and see how far uh, the walk truly is, and try to find some shortcuts, too. A great way to do that, by the way, is to ask your uh, potentially new neighbors. So before you go ahead and and, uh, commit fully to a house, canvas the neighbors, canvas the neighborhood, go to uh, cafes in the surrounding area and talk to people who live there, ask them about how long they've lived there and uh, what the, um, what the hacks are, what the uh, shortcuts are uh, and things like that. So go and do your own research. Always a good thing. And you don't necessarily need to rely on something like walk score. So, uh, Ryan, I don't think we're going to be able to influence Realtor.ca to, uh, to change the use of that. Uh, although, uh, thanks for the conversation, though. <laughs> uh, you raised a lot of really good, uh, and I think to many, um, perhaps important points. So for the rest of the listeners here, just a reminder, if you have a question that you'd like answered on our show, just visit cfax1070.com, or you can call our hotline, which is 250-414-6540. To hear past shows, also visit cfax107.com. Or if you're a podcast listener, you'll find us on iTunes or Google Play. It's the Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Yes, it's been a really interesting time out there in the market, as it always has been. We're looking at other marketplaces too, like Vancouver, that recently posted their sales are up and their average house prices are up as well too, which is really quite interesting when you consider the fact that the foreign buyer tax was implemented back in 2016, and it was meant to control the upwards push in pricing in that specific market area. At the end of the day, I think we'll all find when we look at the numbers here, it hasn't really done anything for affordability, softened the number of sales for uh, an amount of time, but right now things are still hot and heavy, specifically in the condo market. Now, why do I bring that up? Well, we're always still related to Vancouver in many ways, not necessarily because... People have come to Victoria instead of Vancouver, but let's remember the fact that a lot of Vancouverites ended up selling when the market was strong and coming over here. So we have a lot of new neighbors in Greater Victoria that came from Vancouver as a result of what happened in the marketplace there. Today we're having our flooring show, talking about carpets, flooring, cleaning, and cleaning carpets and upholstery. Uh, We're going to take a quick little break here, but when we come back, we'll start having our conversation all about flooring. Back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today we're having a conversation on flooring, carpeting, and carpet and upholstery cleaning. Our guest right now is Graham Larson from Camino Carpets. Graham, thanks for coming.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Great. Graham, uh, your retail space, before we begin, tell us about uh, where Camino is so listeners can... Actually, first of all, you guys are CFAC supporters, so yes. of course you are famili- you're familiar. a familiar name to the station here, but uh, location-wise, where are you guys?
1: Uh, the address is 3950 Quadra Street, uh, directly opposite Lumber World. So it's yeah, by easy... McKenzie. Yeah, Quadra McKenzie area. Perfect, perfect. So let's talk about
0: uh, carpeting and flooring. So Uh, When somebody is thinking about replacing their carpets, I mean, it's it's great because we still see these houses from the 50s or the 60s with the original deep pile shag carpet. Correct. We often still see people that have their... Their shag um, rake, or <laughs> they yeah. rake, rake, their carpet. Times have changed and technology has changed. Yes. Uh, so tell us about uh, flooring today. What What are people generally looking at or looking for? Uh,
1: again, carpet is still uh, a popular choice. Um, more so probably in bedrooms. Um, maybe some rec room areas still, but um, shag is actually still a, a common flooring option well it's kind it's of come not, back right it has it's not yeah. like it was back in the 70s where you did need the rake yeah uh, not quite the same look as that but yeah uh, the red the red or yeah, green shade. that's or, right yeah. yeah there's still different pile thicknesses and densities and multi-colors multi-tones yeah that are popular now to hide soil and staining issues and uh, a lot of uh, material now is softer yes uh, so it's comfortable and warmer
0: so let's talk about materials because there, there's a number of different things. And just like, I guess, all things in life, the range of cost is is huge. Right. Right, from low end to very high end. Yeah. Uh, so we see things like nylon. We see wool. We see uh, what are some of the other materials that uh, people are finding in, in floor nowadays? Uh,
1: yeah, nylon is, is still around uh, not as popular now um, with the manufacturers, it seems. A lot of them are going polypropylene. Okay. Uh, which is naturally stain-resistant uh, fiber compared to a nylon, which should be and typically is a treated fiber with something like Scotchgard or Stain Master, mm-hmm. uh, which is applied at the factory when it's produced. So that's something that does wear away and wash off with cleaning uh. and should be reapplied at some point uh, as needed, and that would be up to the carpet cleaners to sort of you know, make that decision if it should be something applied with their process. Mm-hmm. Um, Otherwise, yeah, the fiber itself is, um, again, a lot uh, more stain resistant uh, when you get into the non-nylon fiber. Yeah, I mean a lot has changed yeah. over the
0: course of the years, and it's funny when when I think about it. it's almost like every ten years there's new technology
1: that uh, that that comes by. Yeah, to some degree, it, it it's it's always been you know nylon and polypropylene blends, but uh, they're they're making the yarns a, a little different now with the polypropylene, mm-hmm. which gives it the softer feel, which people do like uh, more so now than the the harder, which tend to be the nylon fibers. So yeah.
0: Yeah, the you know, you made a comment earlier about the fact that uh carpets in the carpets in the bedroom. It's funny because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this before coming on air today about the fact that there was a time where it seemed like everyone was going uh hardwood or or hard surface mm-hmm. everywhere in the house including bedrooms and it seems like there is a bit of a move towards going back to carpet in those areas like the bedrooms.
1: Yeah, you know? it's a personal preference. A lot of people still like the hard surface for the, you know, ease of maintenance mm-hmm. without having to vacuum as much as carpets do need. Um, but it's a comfort thing as well and a warmth factor and quieter, you know, so carpet is still popular.
0: Yeah, especially when it comes to high density areas or things like condos or whatever, you've got right. a neighbor, neighbor below
1: you or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It does make it quieter, but again, we are seeing a lot more hard surface products in comparison to the carpet, but it's still a popular choice. Yeah, we're here with Graham
0: Larson from Camino Carpets, talking about carpeting and and flooring. Uh, let's talk about the other end of the spectrum. So, if people if people have something really special they're renovating and their budget is high for flooring, what what are they looking at?
1: Uh, again, hard surface product is popular. So, either engineered floors, um, which is a wood based product on a on a plywood core or substrate, of some description that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Laminate is still popular. Uh, vinyl plank is getting to be more popular in some regards compared to laminates for the waterproof capability. Yeah, because that's one of the issues with laminate is if you drop a lot of water on them they, they can absorb. It, it and, can. Yeah, it, it doesn't happen instantly but it, it can happen if it's left to sit on the product for too long and get between the edges of the product it will start to swell and react because it's wood based underneath the surface. Yeah.
0: Well the technology there with the, with the hard floors has again really changed in the past uh i say 15 years or so i mean mm-hmm. not that long ago the the products were not that far removed from what we used to see on the walls of rec rooms back in the, right. the 70s right? yeah yeah <laughs> we ended up you know just putting them on the floors but nowadays yeah. some of this engineered product is just amazing
1: yeah no it looks very good it has developed and a you know especially with laminates they have improved the look and finish of the floor appearance greatly compared to when the first laminates did come out mm-hmm. yes
0: yeah, so like, what's the next thing? I mean, this is—it's—it's it's always changing, right? And, and
1: yeah, to some degree. Again, the the vinyl aspect of flooring is definitely getting more popular. A lot of suppliers are manufacturing their own variety of that product, and uh, again, it, it it is a product that is a lot more commonly used now when people are. Wanting that just for the waterproof, yep. um, and durability, durability, right? low maintenance,
0: yeah. yeah, low maintenance. Yeah, I mean we we see it so often, especially with with pets or things like right. that. Like a lot of, I mean, I have uh, full stock hardwood floors in my house, and they're trashed now, right? Because of dogs and and some of these new products today, they they wear like iron, right?
1: Yeah, they do. Anything can still be damaged, but uh, again, the you know, kids and pets uh, is. Is the bigger issue for a lot of people now, and uh, laminate or hardwood can be affected more by that uh, mm-hmm. than a, a vinyl surface. Okay,
0: so just out of curiosity, you know, from a from a consumer uh, question standpoint here, what, what would you say is the split between um, carpet, uh, carpeting, and hard surfaces in uh, at Camino there?
1: Uh, I'd probably put it somewhere around sixty forty. Sixty carpet. Uh, Hard surface. 60 hard surface. Yeah.
0: Okay, and has this this changed? Um, You know, we talked about that a couple minutes ago.
1: Yeah, um, a little bit more on the hard surface for sure. It is more popular. Again, it's all dependent on what people really want with their lifestyle Mm -hmm. and their needs. So, again, I always try to recommend certain products for certain homeowners. Again, finding out if they do have kids or pets uh, and then trying to find the right product for each individual customer and what they're looking for. Yeah. the uh, You know, I,
0: I came from one of these uh, these houses, one of these 50s houses that had beautiful oak floors, but I never saw it until, you know, just a few years before we sold the family house because right. they were covered, they were protected by carpet, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, so yep. it's amazing how, you know, back then in the 50s or 60s, uh, people built the houses with beautiful floors yes. but decided to cover them up, right?
1: Yes, and uh, I've been in a lot of houses that have that, and I've even made recommendations to homeowners and you know unfortunately lost a sale myself but i've again recommended that they leave those floors sometimes as well because you, you can't replace that and the quality and and uh, finish of that type of product in those homes you can't even match that today in my opinion so again i've recommended to some homeowners pay to get it refinished mm-hmm. and live with that floor and save your money on covering it up with a laminate or some other type of flooring. That it, would be a I, shame. yeah, I think it is. You know, mm-hmm. I like the the original hardwoods myself, and certain homes it uh, still has a place.
0: Yeah, good for you. Good for yeah.
1: you. Um,
0: quickly about underlay. So underlay is also another topic where there's a wide range of, of of different types, right?
1: Right. Well, for carpeting, there's typically used as as a chip foam under pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, different densities, different thicknesses are available for that, and you can get into spill guard under pad, again, for people that do want the carpet but may have pets or kids um, and are worried about any issues that way. Yeah. Uh, spill guard pad is what I would recommend for that. So then the any liquids or fluids that are spilled onto the carpet will stay within the carpet and not penetrate into the under pad so and into the subfloor right and that makes it again hopefully an easier job for the carpet cleaner to extract from the carpet itself and not get into the underpad or the substrate.
0: Well, we're gonna ask Russ in just a couple minutes here because he is the carpet cleaner. Uh, Thanks for coming, Graham. People need to reach you. What's the best number to call you at?
1: Uh, The store number is good, Uh, 250-727-6181. Yeah, and again, your location is? 3950 Quadra Street.
0: That's great. Well, thanks for coming, Graham. Uh, We're gonna keep you around here because we're gonna end up having a conversation with the two of you after we talk with Russ a bit. It's uh, the carpet and flooring episode here. We're gonna take a quick little break back in just a moment now the whole home show with tony joe on cfax 1070 hey there thanks for joining us you're listening to the whole home show and i'm tony joe our show is brought to you in part by denise webster mortgage broker with dominion lending services modern mortgage group and lori Zorn, insurance manager for island savings today is our flooring carpeting and carpet and upholstery cleaning show Right now we have with us Russ Sheriff from Victoria Carpet Care. We're going to be talking about cleaning your carpets and upholstery. Thanks for joining us, Russ.
2: Thanks, Tony. It's great to be here.
0: I saw, Of course, I saw your van out front. It's hard to miss. <laughs> That's a good one. It is. <laughs> you got good parking here, too. I did, yeah. Uh, you are one hardworking guy. I say this all the time. I've seen you at work. It is a tough job. Cleaning carpet's not easy.
2: Yeah, we're constantly running up and down stairs and lugging equipment. So you, you we keep it in good shape. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah You've used the word "grueling" before.
2: <laughs> yes, and I'll use it again. <laughs>
0: it, it, it keeps you young for sure. You know, one of the one of the things that uh, that pops up is uh, people will often say, "Well, I got You know, I got to clean the house before uh, I move out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go to the supermarket and rent one of those uh, do-it-yourself machines." Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, the question is, why should somebody hire a professional like you at Victoria Carpet Care?
2: Well, we'll, let's break it down. Um, We can go to the store and you can rent one of these machines for about 50 bucks and then you can spend 20 bucks or 30 on some chemical and then you spend a couple hours getting it home and cleaning it out from the last guy that left it dirty and then the machine itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then when you get you know, you start, you fill it with water and, and you start doing uh, the carpets, start cleaning them. You don't know if you're putting too much soap down or too much water down. And so you've, you're into this thing now with time and with travel and with soap and with rental. And you could be into this thing for, you know, 90, a hundred bucks, depending on, you know, certain factors. And, uh, and the time that you've invested four or five hours trying to get this thing to work. And, uh, Wow! If you just would have called a professional, we can come over there and we can uh, typically do a job in one to two hours, and and you know, have no headaches, and uh, and the cost isn't that much more for for a quick job. Yeah, like it's
0: that. one of the things is you you know if, if someone's going to do it themselves, they got to really like doing it. That's right, right? Because it's it's so I, 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 it's almost kind of like power washing. Like I'll power wash my driveway every once in a while, and yeah. I got to say. The first ten minutes is awesome, but I can't stand the rest <laughs> of it. All yeah, yeah. right. Might as well hire a, a pro like you, right? That's
2: right. Give us a call.
0: Yeah, now <laughs> you you were talking about uh, water and soap. So it sounds like there's like there's some chemistry involved here in getting the right the right balance, right? Absolutely.
2: Um, we typically um when we say we're out gardening and we have a little extra soil or dirt on our hands, we typically come in and we wash our hands and then we go, oh, it's still a bit dirty. We get the scrub brush. We start working on it really hard and more soap, more water mm-hmm. uh, on our hands. Our hands can take it, but the carpets aren't designed for that. Uh, they're uh, the typical number one problem that carpet cleaners, uh, t- you know, do it yourself. Carpet cleaners have is they can over wet and over soap the carpet. Mm-hmm. Uh, professionals were trained to um to add the appropriate appropriate amount of heat hot water and a solution to the carpet and even we go further than that we neutralize the soap as we extract so that we don't get that sticky residue left behind.
0: Okay. Hey so so when you assess the carpet like you look at the the material and determine what your um, absolutely what your process is going to be?
2: Absolutely, there's uh, no uh, no one um, like solution for every carpet. You do have to take into consideration if you're working on a natural fiber. Uh, wool is more absorbent; it can't take as much heat, uh-huh. and uh, it can't take some of the stronger uh, solutions that we put on the carpet for stain removal. Um, we get into nylons, which are a lot more bulletproof. We can ex- hit them with extreme heat. We get really good results with. Uh, with a higher pH cleaner, we neutralize that to leave it soft after, so that there's no residue left behind. But definitely, the type of uh, carpet that we're working on makes a difference of what we put on it.
0: Yeah, uh, what what's the one stain that, <laughs> that 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 drives you nuts? Oh boy!
2: <laughs> well, urine urine is a big animal out there. Okay, <laughs> we deal with urine stains constantly. Uh, the reason it's it's variable almost every time because there's the amount of of urine in a carpet there's the age of the dog or cat makes a difference whether they're on medications make a difference there's so many factors also the factor of urine itself um, as it morphs as it leaves the body and changes its chemistry as well Mm -hmm. so um we have to know these things. We have to be able to neutralize to release them out of the carpet. And uh, so, yeah, that can be a tricky one sometimes. A lot of times just the sheer volume itself from a bigger dog or a dog going in an area and in, multi- in the same place over and over. Yeah, yeah we run into some of that.
0: We're here with uh, Rush Air from Victoria Carpet Care. I, I'm kind of I got the smile on my face, sort of, and it's only because you know you you know you're coming to my house soon, and yeah. I've I've said it on air uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I have an older dog, and yeah. he's you know uh, he's not he's he's advanced in age, and that's what he's doing right now. So he's yeah. going uh, you know. Unfortunately, we got him in a diaper, and we got to <laughs> put a cone on him because he rips the diaper off. But oh, yeah. th- it's a it's it's a problem because he's always going into the same rooms. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to yeah, be able to figure this out for us. They're
2: habitual. They'll keep going to where they, they have been in the past. So they're yeah. definitely going to go to that spot. Because it's a
0: lot more than just what's on the carpet. I mean, we try to clean it up right away, but mm-hmm. uh, it will get into the...
2: Again, the sheer volume of it uh, will break into the backing of the carpet, uh, in, into the latex glues that are holding the carpet together. So those that's a challenge in itself, also, once we get into the underpad, uh, it'll reach the subfloor sometimes, which uh, Graham was mentioning. Um, some of the uh, underpads that won't allow penetration of moisture into the to the, the subfloor. Subfloor. So those are those are important to have. Yeah, if you I, have dogs.
0: <laughs> yes. And uh, wow, so there's that. The other ones, too, of course, are, you know, your classic red wine stains, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. We, uh, we have a website um, where I actually kick over, I have a video of myself in my living room kicking over a glass of red wine, mm-hmm. and I proceed to explain and to show people how to get that red wine stain out without anything but a white dry cloth. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Okay, but I'm
0: <laughs> sure one of the keys is to get to it pretty quick, right? Getting
2: to it before it dries, for sure. All right. Yeah, and uh, but you have to you'll have to see the video. It's something you, I just can't explain in a couple minutes.
0: Uh, actually, give us the um, sure website We're, address here or
2: www.victoriacarpetcare.com.
0: Victoria Care. Com. All yeah. right, I'm gonna go and see that yeah. uh, that afterwards. Um, you know it depends obviously on the size of the house, but you know generally speaking you, you know I, I guess one of the one of the stresses that people have is it's going to upset my my life because you know uh, do you have to move furniture do you need to get underneath things and how long is it going to take to dry?
2: These are again questions I'm asked every job and the way I like to explain it to to people is um, you know for for example, if you have a a chest in your, in your bedroom, that's been just keeping your trinkets on it for a couple of years. And there's no one walking on it. Sometimes there's not a necess- necessity to move that. Mm-hmm. Cause it so will always be there. It will always be there. There's nothing, there's no stains underneath it, no foot traffic. So uh, we offer different packages for cleaning. So one of them is a traffic lane cleaning where we uh, don't move any of the furniture. Uh, and then we have like a, uh, um, multiple mixes from there, where we'll move, we, we can put together a package where we move some or or all. So it just depends on the client and what they want at the time. And a lot of times they ask my advice on that, and and uh, I, I tell them basically what I just told you. It's up it's up to them if they feel the things underneath that uh, mm. dresser. Maybe we don't have to move it this time. Save some money.
0: Well, and you know, before I forget, here's another big question. <laughs> Should people vacuum in their house before you show up to clean? Oh
2: my, yes. All right, <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> I'm an absolute vacuuming maniac, no. and uh, the the number one thing that you can do to protect your carpets is vacuum them. You know, uh, regular cleaning ver- for um, for what your um, warranty says is is vital, but what you can do to save your carpet is vacuum it. Please, at least once a week, vacuum it, and definitely before I get there.
0: Okay. Well, it, it uh, makes your job a little bit easier.
2: Well, right? it, it sure can speed things up and save you some money. again. Well, that's
0: another thing too. You know, we're gonna go to a break in just a moment, but I had noticed on your website as well too. You got you you have a conversation about the health of your carpets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and keeping them in good shape. So before I forget, uh, Russ, your contact, uh, phone number, and um, website again?
2: Uh, You can phone us directly at 250-474-7777. And our website is victoriacarpetcare.com. And uh, simple, victoriacarpetcare at gmail.com will get an email to us.
0: Yeah, and I happen to know that you are a fast responder as well, too. (laughs) So if anyone uh, is thinking about getting their carpets clean and needs a pro, give Russ a call. Uh, you will be able to find his contact information on the CFAX 1070 website as well, too. We're going to take a quick little break, and we'll continue conversation in just a moment. Thank you. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to The Whole Home Show here on CFAX 1070, and I'm Tony Joe. Today we're talking about flooring, carpeting, and carpet and upholstery cleaning. We're here again with Russ Sheriff from Victoria Carpet Care. Again, Russ, thanks for coming. Thank you. Uh, you've got the secret recipe with <laughs> with uh, the chemistry, the water, and the soap. Uh, Graham over here at Communal Carpets is wondering. It's kind of like the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, well, uh,
2: yeah, eleven herbs. Oh, that's
0: right. <laughs> keep keep it secret. So, um, we're talking about stains. We've been talking about uh, things like pet odors uh, and and all that. And just before the break, I had mentioned on your website you talk about carpet health. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think it's one of those things people often forget about the fact that carpets require maintenance, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so first question, how often should somebody be uh, cleaning the carpets? Uh, your
2: manufacturer's warranty states between one year and 18 months, typically.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, that reminds me. I think we're going to talk to Graham about that in a moment here. I'm sure people don't look at their warranty mm-hmm. with their carpeting on a regular basis. No. Um, now, a uh, one year to uh, 18 months, um Actually, this is another nice thing that I enjoy with Victoria Carpet Care is you guys actually give us the reminder call.
2: We do, yeah. We uh, put you in the schedule based on what we've talked about in the past. And, yeah, uh, yeah we uh, just give you a soft reminder that, you know, your time's up. Yeah, and like I said, <laughs> people
0: like me, I appreciate that because otherwise we forget. Yeah, Right, course. next yeah. thing you know, it's two years it, or, or whatever. You know what?
2: I'm probably one of the only people that just have carpet on the mind. I don't expect everyone to be thinking about their carpet every <laughs> okay, day.
0: Okay, that's that's your job. Uh, so uh, doing it on a regular basis. Uh, tell us a little bit more about carpet care. Like yeah. what are other things people need to do other than vacuuming once a week, as you mentioned.
2: Well, no, vacuuming is is huge. Uh, Graham again had mentioned um, um, the care in say uh, your hard floor where you, you can see the dust building up on your hardwood floors and easy. You just get out your Swiffer and you you sweep it up. Uh, not so not so easy with the carpets. They they're designed to hide. The dirt; they're designed to act actually as a filter. That's why they say that uh, um, they're actually better for your home because they will filter out the particulates and some of the soil and some of the airborne uh, allergens that are there. Uh, the, the The drawback from that is, in every 12 to 18 months, that filter has to be cleaned, and you're cleaning that out with a wet cleaning usually.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, so a question that I asked you before the break that uh, um, uh, that we didn't get to mm-hmm. is when you do the carpet, how because it's wet for yeah, a bit, and yeah. how long do people need to expect the carpet to be wet?
2: Well, we typically uh, advise the clients that uh, anywhere between 8 to 12 hours uh, is a dry time. There are many factors that can change that, and one of them is how moist it can be outside in Victoria in February. So season, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but things like exhaust fans in your bathroom and uh, just a small little uh, oscillating fans, they can take hours off the dry time. So we can get it down to, you know, six sometimes if we're, we have a little drying system going and we just uh, help the people, you know, know, know which ones to turn on and where to put them.
0: Yeah, because, you see, I, I've, I've heard people say, well, I don't want to walk on my wet yeah. carpet because then... It'll uh, be worse for the carpet, or make is. it dirtier, or something, right? It is.
2: Uh, carpets will soil faster while they're wet, so uh, we uh, advise to stay off them as long as you can. We realize life still happens. Uh, what we what we do for our clients is we leave them these little uh, fancy, fancy, real fancy, expensive booties. Oh yeah, <laughs> not expensive. <laughs> okay. And, the uh, things that you wrap yeah, your Yeah, you just shoes put them down. on your uh, feet, and then um, when you have to go into the uh, the bedroom for something, or or go down the hallway, or get some towels, whatever it is, uh, you know, you're not uh, soiling the carpets faster than necessary.
0: Okay, uh, your equipment. You know, we had mentioned the van. You know, you've, right. you've got the beast. You got yeah. the machine. What's in What's in the uh, What's in the van?
2: What's in the van? Yeah. Wow. Well, I have a 20, 29 horsepower Kohler diesel motor that's designed to uh, just suck the moisture and dirt out of your carpets. Um, it. Uh, is also injects, uh, water at various pressures that we, we feel we need that ranges anywhere from 200 to a thousand PSI. We don't, oh, wow. yeah, we don't, uh, really hit a thousand too often. Otherwise your carpets would never dry, but, but, uh, we have this, we have this, uh, capability to adjust according to the carpet styles. Like we talked to before the carpet fibers, different face fibers and the and constructions whatever. and, yeah. and, uh, so that's what's in the van um you know what else is in the van is is just years and years of experience and uh with myself uh i'm the we're a very small company i i come do the quotes i come do the cleaning and the stretching if it needs it and um i i am i'm just very confident that we can Clean most any carpet, out and there.
0: you do a good job. And thanks for bringing up the, the stretching thing yeah. too. So you do that as well.
2: Absolutely. Okay. Uh, stretching, we find, and, and in your industry especially, people are getting ready to sell their homes, mm-hmm. and so uh, we're we uh, we get calls to come stretch these carpets uh, because the first impression is the is the most important one for the clients coming to buy them. Oh, yeah,
0: and the one thing that I want to bring up, because we're talking about this right now, is it is amazing that people go through the trouble of, of stretching their carpets out um, just when they're selling, even though it's being crinkled up for years, right? <laughs> for years. So um, uh, to the listeners there, if you have a carpet that needs stretching, do it now, do even it now. if you're not thinking yeah, of selling, at least
2: it, you enjoy. It Right? really transforms your carpets. It's almost as good as putting new ones in, you know, because what we, we can do typically in one one day is we can come and stretch your carpets first, yeah. and then we give them a nice cleaning afterwards, and you know, it really is. When the carpet's at the proper tension under your feet and the under underpads doing its job properly, it really feels good under your feet. <laughs> oh, and then well. your peace of mind that your carpets are cleaned and yeah. sanitized. Wow. Man, you are passionate I about this. I love it.
0: Okay. Uh, Russ, again, uh, for people to get in touch with you, give us your phone number sure. and your uh, website
2: address. 250-474-7777, and we're at victoriacarpetcare.com. That's great. Thanks for joining Thank us, Russ. Thank you.
0: Now we're back to Graham Larson from uh, Camino Carpets. Graham, we were talking a little earlier about uh, the different materials that we're seeing in carpets and carpeting. And, of course, always good to have a, a conversation with someone like uh, Russ about keeping carpets um, healthy.
1: Yes. right. It, it is important. Um, I think, unfortunately, a, a lot of carpets do get neglected. Um, just with everybody's lifestyle these days, uh, everybody's busy, in and out of the house, and uh, I think unfortunately, yeah, the carpets do suffer the yeah. most. Yes. Compared to hard surface, and I think that's probably ultimately why we do see more hard surface flooring as a lifestyle option as well, mm-hmm. just to uh, get away from the maintenance of the carpets.
0: Yeah, as, you know, something else that we touched on really briefly is, is warranty, and as I said a moment ago, like uh, uh, I don't think people necessarily read their warranty very often. Um, no. But but tell us about warranties and, and uh, what people need to know.
1: Yeah. Well, when people do come in and, and are choosing carpets, um, you know, we get asked a lot about uh, quality and which ones are better. So from a simple standpoint, I always try to break it down as good, better and best. And that mm-hmm. kind of equates to a lot of the flooring, um, different price points. Uh, you do get what you pay for. Um, and the warranties are established by the manufacturers. So usually they have all that information on the sample um, for the warranties for wear, texture retention, and fiber uh, as to what it's made of and everything that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's really, um, it does come down to budget as well for a lot of people, depending if they're maybe doing a, a rental property or something that they're, you know, building a new home or renovating a, a house and and overall to the quality that they're trying to, to choose from.
0: It's amazing because a lot of these products we've seen, like we look in houses that are 30 years old mm-hmm. and the carpet, you know, when well-maintained, like well kept mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting it professionally cleaned, uh, they look brand new. So I guess the longevity of this product uh, or these products can be long um of course the other aspect of this is uh the prevailing styles of the moment right styles change so you know the pink the pink and the peaches are long gone yeah right yeah color
1: colors are definitely yeah evolving in a sense as to what's popular and and in the in the current uh, scheme of colors for sure gray gray tones now are popular compared to the grays uh, sorry to the greens and and blues and colors of Yester years, so
0: yeah and, yeah, and also, too, talking about uh, uh, textures, like texturing, um, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they can be a lot more complicated nowadays, right?
1: Yeah, there's there's a fair bit to choose from, it again, and again, it, it does come down to personal preference um, as to what they like. Some people like the Berbers, which are loop carpets, mm-hmm. uh, multi-tone. Um, great, for, in- great for uh,
0: high uh, wear areas typically right? yeah rec rooms yes whatever.
1: yeah they do tend to stand up to the uh, the daily wear and tear better um, and uh, it, again it's personal preference and then you get into what I was mentioning before some of the shag styles as I call them or the multi-tones um, new and improved from what they were in the 70s of course yeah. but um, and then you get into the textured and the plush carpets so again it's a, it is a personal preference at the end of the day as to what people do like as far as the feel and the style.
0: Yeah, where are these products coming from? Like, they're uh, readily accessible from the mainland, right? Are they?
1: Yeah, everything is typically produced either in the States or uh, Eastern Canada for, for most carpets. So yeah. uh, Shaw, Mohawk are U.S.-based companies in Georgia, and they produce the material there. Uh, Bolio Canada is, is made in, in uh, Quebec. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those are the major. I, you know,
0: and that's funny. I often forget about the fact that there is a lot of uh, manufacturing within the country here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So difficult to get uh, get your hands on product? I guess it really just depends, right?
1: Yeah, everything typically, you know, being on an island uh, that we're on, we do allow, on average, about 14 days as a turnaround. So not too bad in most cases unless the manufacturer's out of material.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and I guess it depends on how busy things are out there in the grand scheme of things yeah, too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and lately it's been very busy. A lot of building in, in Victoria going on.
0: Yeah, well, and this is the nice thing because you know we in the real estate business we're we're looking at houses that have been nicely uh, updated or renovated, and yes. we're seeing all these neat uh, nifty new products. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, lots of projects going on.
0: Uh, people need to reach again, Graham.
1: How do they do that? Uh, the store number two five zero seven two seven six one eight one.
0: Yeah, and
1: uh, the website address? Uh, we all have our own, actually. So oh, okay. yeah, we've got uh, you know each staff member does have a personalized uh, email address. So. All right,
0: but they can uh, find the store at uh, Quadra Street by McKenzie. Yes. Yeah, across from Lumber, Lumber World. World.
1: Yeah. Yeah, great. It's the easiest landmark to find it.
0: Perfect. Uh, well, uh, we've been talking today all about flooring, carpeting, uh, and carpet cleaning. Uh, Our guests today were again Russ Sheriff from Victoria Carpet Care and uh, here Graham Larson from Camino Carpets. Just a reminder to all of our listeners, if you have a question that you'd like us to address here on our show, visit the cfax1070.com website. Or you can call our hotline at 250-414-6540. And you can always find our podcasts on iTunes or Google Play. We've had so many great guests here, and we're always looking for more. So if you have a business or product that is home or real estate related, and you would like to be a guest in this program or know somebody who could be, let me know. Happy to talk. Again, thanks very much for joining us here talking about carpeting and carpet cleaning. I'm Tony Joe here at the Whole Home Show. We'll be here for you this time next week. We'll see you then.